Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash cashing in for your free audiobook download. Listen whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. Audible has over 100,000 titles to choose from. Every genre, Audible has it covered. Right now I'm listening to Straight Man by Richard Russo, one of my favorite authors. I think you'd like it. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash cashing in for your free audiobook download. Check it out. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy, and we have T.J. Miller here with us. And it's exciting to have you, T.J., because you apparently are part of a roundtable of guests, uh, which I got. And this this has happened a few times uh, sitting in with me today. We have an all-star lineup. Uh, Anna Ferris is here. Will Ferrell. Uh, Max Papkin, Who's the that? clown prince of baseball. No, no. And T.J. Miller. Oh, that's show. me. Yeah, yeah, that's T.J. Thanks for coming, T.J. Um, the, hey, yeah, where's the where's the rest of the group? Well, the, um, they uh, they're, they're still downstairs at the Indian restaurant. Really? Yeah. Are they Are they going to come? Well, up it's or? really tasty down there, you know. And I think you don't really take that into consideration. You tell everybody, "Hey, grab a bite to eat at the Indian restaurant downstairs." And then, I, I, I can't blame them. I mean, I wish I was still down there now. I wish I wasn't here looking at you. Does wow, that make sense? I, mean, I, I, I don't want to be rude, keep but happening? I, mean, I just it, feel, I feel like you've lost a lot of guests down there at that delicious at the Indian restaurant. It's so tasty. I mean, you could taste it. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's, feels like it's custom fit to your your to, fucking taste buds. Your you know tongue, what I'm saying? To your tongue buds. Yeah, custom tongue fit. Tongue, to the tongue fit. buds. Taste it on the custom. You're going to become tongue buds with the Indian food down there because your tongue and the Indian food will become best friends. So you're saying that Will Ferrell, Anna Ferris, and Max Papkin, the clown prince of baseball. Right, it's really Anna, and I've never heard of Max, but he's nice. Uh, Max Papkin, the clown prince of baseball. Yeah. You're saying they're all down there right now. Yeah, they're just down I there. mean, do you feel like, I look, let's just be honest with each other. Uh-huh. Let's cut the bullshit. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? I feel like you can be honest with me now. Do you feel like there's other reasons why people just aren't coming on the show? Well, you can be honest. Cash, you ask the tough questions. You're too hard-hitting. Do you think Angelina wants to answer a triple banger? Huh? Music here to stay? You're a respected and feared journalist. So much that no one wants to come on the show. Do you think getting me to admit I want to have sex with my girlfriend while she's in a coma is good for my career? Do you think Madonna's publicist wants her to be walking this tight wire? Word on the streets in Hollywood is this podcast is a pit of snakes. Why don't people want me to come on this show? Two words. Scared and shitless. Wow. And shitless is one word. Yeah. that's So that's three words with the end. You spelled Madonna wrong. M-O-D-A-N-N-A-S. Yeah. You're yeah. out of your fucking mind, Cash. <laughs> You're what every real journalist is. A terrible speller. <laughs> 
Well, God, this is really disheartening. Plus, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'll admit this. I mean, I probe pretty deeply. It's obviously I probe deeply on the show into places that other tender spots. I feel the tenderness. Tender sweet spots. And I find the places that people sometimes don't get to. Plus, I've got motor mouth over here in Matt. I mean, the guy talks. I mean, he's constantly talking. He won't, he won't shut the fuck shut up. up. And that's probably a factor, too. I mean, there's only a few producers that are feared in this business. There's three people, Matt, that no one wants to work with. Gelman, Bobby Bowie, and Matt. And Bobby Bowie, mostly because his name is so silly. It's so hard to <laughs> say it out loud. I mean, Matt. How do you get mad at Bobby just Bowie? shut your trap, maybe my guests could get a word in. Just, I think it's mainly the. He's not talking now. See, he's mocking us. I think it's. I apologize. Oh! Bobby Bowie wouldn't have done that. Bobby Bowie, how do you yell at Bobby Bowie? <laughs> Bobby Bowie, get in here now! Bobby Bowie, you made a real big boo boo. <laughs> well, in any event, the good news is, I think it's the Indian place. That's really the thing. Because yeah. it's so the non is so soft, so tender. Yeah, I know. You can really feel the tenderness. Well, bottom line, uh, I get you, and uh, that's exciting. So, well, I'm happy to be here, Cash. And let me just say this: you really do ask the tough questions. You're too hard hitting. You think Angelina A N G O L I N A wants to answer a triple banger? Is music here to stay? She doesn't know what the fuck to do with that. You'd be raiding her tomb. <laughs> you know what she'd like to do, though, if she came on the show? Triple, Triple banger lightning round. Uh, question one. He literally just said she wouldn't want to do that. One. Yeah, he did say that, and I think one. that she wouldn't. Hey, two words, Matt. Scared and shut the fuck up. First one is what you should be of me, and the second one is what you should do. Oh, gosh. Okay. TJ Miller, Triple Banger Lightning Round. Okay, I love this yes. one. It's always tough. Yes. A neon sign hangs above your bed. Would you prefer it to be from Cracker Barrel or Wiener Schnitzel? And it says the names of those yeah. places? Yep. I think Cracker Barrel. Above your bed? Yeah, I think because, you know, my bed is a barrel of crackers, you know? <laughs> it is. I'm always eating crackers. I'm always having sex with shitty white people. <laughs> you know, encased in wood, in cherry wood oak. <laughs> I like Cracker Barrel. What would you do? Wiener Schnitzel? Uh, I think, yeah, I think I'd do Cracker Barrel, too. Yeah, you got it. It's more original. Yeah. Wiener Schnitzel, though, here's what I do. I black out the wiener part. Mm, the schnitzel? Just so it says schnitzel, and people are like, why wouldn't you black out the schnitzel part so it just says wiener? I didn't give you that. Uh... And that's when I show them my barrel full of crackers. <laughs> my literal barrel filled with saltines. I didn't give you that option. You didn't? No, you can't black anything out. Well, I feel bad. I, I wish Anna, Will, and the clown prince of baseball could be up here to have their... Uh... Yeah, their their take on that one. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two, 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 two. In numero dos. Better pickup line. Better pickup line. And these are legitimate pickup lines which people use. You can always use them. Can I buy you a drink or do you just want the money? Or is there a mirror in your pocket? Because I can really see myself in your pants. Mm. I think. Uh, I think you you write uh, you write. Do you want a mirror, or can I just pay you the money? And you put that in a neon sign over a Cracker Barrel. Uh, did you give me that option, Cash? Is that an option? You did not have that option. I, I, I mean, you know I, what I'm going to do? I, I don't I'm going on location. One. I'm going to go on location. I'm going to take this shit down to the Indian. You're taking restaurant. it down to the Indian. All restaurant? the gear. Me well, and Matt over here, we'll take it down there. I think you'll be sad to hear that they've actually said there's no podcasting equipment allowed in the oh, restaurant. Oh, really? There's a sign? Yeah, it's a religious thing. I don't uh, know what it is exactly. Yeah, no, they try to observe sort of, it yeah, certain days. It's, you know, it's a, it's a prayer. Uh, but I, no, no, I think uh, not the mirror in the pocket one. Because you don't want to say you can see yourself in someone's pants. It doesn't really even make any sense. Well, what if they're like, even what do you want to wear my pants? What, are you trying to wear my pants, weirdo? Yeah, it's strange. That's what I'd be afraid of. It's 
it's strange. I mean, these sometimes are, I go, "Hey, you got a tape measure in your back pocket?" Because I'd so, like to see your hem, how how long the length is, and if I could fit into those pants. <laughs> so when I say, "Can I buy you a drink, or do you just want the money?" That kind of insinuates that she's, uh, you know, prostitute. You know, one of the Neville, one of the four levels of four Neville. levels of Neville's <laughs> that she works there at the four levels of Neville. She might, you might want to ask her. Do you, do you ever go by Neville? On any level, you know? Yeah, you could do that. You wouldn't? I would not. I would. I don't think pickup lines are the way to go. What do you, What about this one? Hey, great tits. I wish you had no hips. <laughs> and we were at a sporting event. <laughs> I'll do that sometimes. All right. I'm going to see how that works hey, out. Hey, whisker tits. You, you, wanna, you, you, wanna, you need to throw anything out? Because i got a garbage cock right here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this one. All right, and I really I feel bad to anyone who's listening and doesn't like the sort of edgier, more raw humor more raw that we stuff. do sure, on the podcast sure. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to say it wouldn't kill at least one of the listeners to just try going to a bar and saying, hey, whisker tits, you need to throw that pussy away because I got a garbage cock right here. <laughs> <laughs> you try to recycle that pussy because I got a blue garbage bin. <laughs> Right on my Wait a dick. second. Why is it, why is it blue? <laughs> to recycle. Okay. If it's plastic oh, okay, I got in you. California, I like it, it better. Be blue. I like okay. it better. <laughs> I got it better. I like it better. I, like I thought better. there was a, a circulation problem. I was doing it you literal. Know, it can be when you I have was blue, doing it literal. Whenever yeah. I have blue balls, I encourage women with plastic pussies, if they've had any plastic <laughs> surgery on their vagina, <laughs> to throw that vagina right on this blue <laughs> blue ball bin. Uh, this is the kind of conversation people are afraid to have. <laughs> It's you know, the hardest this is exactly. You think Angelina wants this? And Jolina? And Jolina? And Jolina? And these types of conversations? I think that there is there's a possibility that Madonna might be so offended by this type of talk. That Madonna wouldn't even come in because yeah. she'd hear how poorly Madonna did. Yeah. Triple banger like lightning, lightning round question, question three. three. Three, three. Better disaster movie. Better disaster movie. Okay. Glacier, when death takes its time. <laughs> yeah, that's number one. Bed bugs, when no one sleeps tight. Okay. <laughs> His last one. Gale, sailing to hell. <laughs> now, let me give you the trailer on Gale. Okay. Rule number one. Where's the gale? No, that's not. That's not it. No, here's how it would go. It'd be like, here's how the gale would go. I like that's not it. That's hey Jim, hey Jim, don't sail too close to the wind. That's not wind, Ron. That's a badass gale, and it's coming our way. And then Krenna walks in. God didn't make that gale. I did. And then more guy goes. Ah. <laughs> what? Who says that? You know, just another person that's on the boat. <laughs> what? <laughs> they say Deshaishai. This was perfectly scripted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to be a part of it. Okay, so which one? Glacier when death takes if its time. If we stay here, bed bugs. The party ends in death. <laughs> the party will be a surge party for us. <laughs> um, I like Glacier when yeah. death takes its time. Yeah, I like that one too. Because you know what it is? It's sort of a... Uh, what's that movie with all the hours in it that uh, James Franco did? 27 hours. There he is! Yeah. Well, well, hey, shut stop. it down, Motormouth. Jesus, Matt. Christ. God. Um, he just never stops. It's Suzuki. <sighs> Sorry. Well, now I'm thrown off. But Well, I'm, you know what? There was a fourth one I didn't even mention. Uh-oh. It was an alternate. Dust. <laughs> Wash me? How about help me? <laughs> I like that one. Dirty car. <laughs> Dirty car. Wash me. How about help me? Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I like all these. I like Glacier. Death takes its time. I want to, you know. What about a? What about a breeze? Sometimes it's not a welcome cold amount of wind. <laughs> Wait, what was the last part? Breeze. Sometimes it's not a nice one. Right? It's a nice breeze. <laughs> right, right. Yeah? I like that. That yeah. could kind of be worked in with I Gale. That's probably what should have been I'll keep Gale. going. I can yeah. get better ones. Bark. You're up the right tree. <laughs> 
that's not Breeze, Ron. <laughs> See, it still works. <laughs> that's a badass Breeze, and it's coming our way. <laughs> and it's headed straight for us. Uh, People's. Uh, how about Air? Air? Yeah, Air. The band. That's it. It's just about the band <laughs> killing you. Air. It's easy to chill out to until it's looking to kill you. <laughs> I do like uh, La Femme d'Argent, though. That is a great song by Air. Really? Yeah, I don't. I'm a big Air fan. Are you? Yeah, you. No, I didn't know. I don't know. I'm not. That Ooh, cherry blossom girl. You know who really likes Air? Huh. Con Prince of Baseball downstairs eating Indian food. Right Max Papkin. Yep, Max Papkin. Papkin. He's downstairs. Now, did they ever call him Papkin the Napkin? I would have asked him that if he had just bothered to come upstairs and do my hard-hitting I'm telling interview. you that naan is delicious. You yeah, don't want to step tasty. away from it. It is tasty. Yeah. So that was our uh, triple banger lightning. Let's 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 uh, move it along to where were you? Where were you, Benny? You know, I was just in uh, Kansas. Yeah? Kansas City, Kansas, yeah. Mm. You know, I love it there. I do like it, but I'm always in these outdoor malls. A lot of these comedy clubs that we play mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. kind of outdoor malls, and you've really only got a couple options. There's only so many times you can go to Cold Stone Creamery and Taco Bueno in that order. <laughs> That's very true. You get stuck, and you have no. If they don't have a, a reasonably good green room, yeah. you, you, sometimes you're just sitting out in the outdoor strip mall area. You have nowhere to go, yeah. and you get kind of kind of lonely. Yeah. You know? It's a sad... And, and that's why I always bring my bagpipes. The ram? Yeah. Just to play on the side. Some people bring them harmonica. I bring a bad pipe. You know? Yeah. And just one. I, 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 I usually play bagpipes when I'm incarcerated. And then, I, conversely, I'll play the harmonica during a traditional Scottish wedding. <laughs> you're strange like that. You know, so I like to mix Kansas, it up. Though. You're in Kansas. Yeah, and I, I just... I don't like... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't like spending that much time in a J.C. Penney. You know, when you're when you're sort of when you really are miles from civilization, you don't have a car. You're just in a J.C. Penney more than you should be. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I guess. And and I. There's only so many times you can go up to an employee of a J.C. Penney and say, "Excuse me, J.C. Penney, for your thoughts. Uh, where is the women's undergarment section?" <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> You only say that so many times before you get kicked out. Sure, sure. So you went to you were in Kansas. I was in Atlanta. Yeah, where, you, what were you doing out there? Atlanta was good. The ATL. Yeah, ATL. Had a couple of gigs. I actually have some friends there now because I did a corporate there once where I made some friends. I actually was doing a corporate for McAfee. You know the uh, antivirus. Yeah, group. yeah, they're the big PC. They definitely. throw a crazy party. Is I got to tell you. You know, uh, is it hard to get in? Uh, crazy party. It's tough to get in. Uh, one night they rented out my first show for them. <laughs> Must be tough to get in there. But this is going to blow your. This is going to blow your mind. They actually. Uh, they actually had Stone Temple Pilots or what's left of they them. They did at their corporate party, and I opened for them at this big sort of House of Blues type room, and. Uh, I had already done one other show for them like three days earlier. Yeah. So I had kind of burned my wad anyway. And they said, come on back and open for Stone Temple Pilots. So everyone's in this mosh pit, all these McAfee people. And uh, it was, <laughs> you know, and they're waiting to see Stone Temple Pilots. It was uh, Wyland. Um, he was still with the band. I don't know that the rest of them are there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's, he's kind of a tricky dude. But... Um, I go on stage. That was so cryptic. Well, he's, he's not. Kind of he wasn't that friendly. Tricky dude. He's not that friendly. He's, he's oh, very, he's tricky personally. I yeah, say. personally, on a personal level, maybe he doesn't get along with people that well. I just said, but we're not here to rip it. on celebrities. I mean, he's, certainly not any of the pilots on that Stone Temple shift. That's right. That's right, buddy. You know, um, he was in the movie uh, Gale. He was. Yeah. He, you know, I don't like. I was going to say this before. I don't like the Gale thing. I don't like you saying that because it's too close to the name Gladys. Oh, I know. I thought that might freak you out. That question was mainly for uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah, right on. It's actually <laughs> Anna Ferris. <laughs> In any event, um, so there I am. I'm doing the show. Uh, and it was going okay. No one was listening, which they weren't going to do. They're waiting for this band to come on. You know, opening for a band is always tough. Yeah, I don't care what kind of gig it is. It's never it never works out that great, does it? No. You ever had a good yeah, set opening yeah. for a band? No, I always have bad sets opening for bands. They're waiting to see the band. 
So this uh, this girl, there was an off, there was a microphone, you know, for one of the instruments or something. She grabbed it. And she goes, "Get off the stage!" And this is during a corporate, so I couldn't really rip on her. So I was just kind of, you know, just kind of let it go. And then, like ten minutes later, she did it again, and I just shredded her. Yeah, and because I was her. like, I don't care at this point. You know, I, I waited. Now they're really on my side, so I totally shredded her, and they loved it. And I closed really strong. I was actually quite thankful. You know, one of those rare times where you're thankful something happened. Yeah, very rare. By the way, uh, hey, you never really want to They come up idea. and they go, "Can you help? Oh, we helped you, didn't we?" Now, actually, things were fine before you started saying yeah, we were doing stuff. Fine. Yeah, yeah, everything was great. In any event, this is the one time. So the boss comes backstage and he's like, "I'm so sorry about that woman. Uh, we'll take care of that." And uh, a couple hours later, I found out he, she was fired. No, <laughs> and Heckler was is that fired. true? I, I swear, I swear. She was fired for this bit of. Uh, I mean, he was not t- putting up with any of it. I mean, I I love that. It was pretty I wish rude. More hecklers He's like, were fired. Yeah. He, he was. I got a. I was. I got a heckler fired. He he was really like. No, this is it, seriously. This. Why are you nodding your head, Matt? It's it's great, isn't it? It's crazy. It's unbelievable. It yeah. really. I mean, I believe it, but it's incredible. Well, she was very rude, and he was like, you know. Well, she's he goes, probably he drunk. Goes, I'm sorry too. about that. You're my guest. Uh, you know, uh, maybe she had done other stuff. I'm sure she has. She I mean, probably had a history a rude, of terrible person. How, but to grab them like the second time and say get off the stage. A and second the second time, time she's like, we want to see the band, and she kept. They couldn't. She, you know, it wasn't just that I shredded her and she disappeared the second time. She kept talking back, and we went back and forth, and it got ridiculous. And finally, they pulled her away from the mic. But it, she was an embarrassment. She was know? she was infecting the fun of the party, almost like a virus. She was. Virus. Yeah, you know, those Mac... Well, that would be a good yeah. <laughs> Virus. It's a real movie. I think there really is a movie <laughs> called Virus. Uh, yeah, you know, the thing I don't like about those McAfee antivirus parties is uh, everybody's always coming up to you trying to give you updates. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they tell everybody to get a single file line, but I find those files are always corrupted. <laughs> Good work, buddy. Good work. I uh, love it. I think Max. Oh my Max God. Pavkin would have liked this that. This is, you know, it's a lot of those parties. You'll go to them, and the people come up, and they try to give you a gift. It ends up being terrible. It's usually a Trojan virus. <laughs> now I'm not even trying. I'm just saying <laughs> words from that sort of Matt, that world. Matt, Matt, don't stop him. He's on a roll. Oh my God. Yeah, I like to go up to him and go, hey, uh, McAfee, what are you, Scottish? And then I'll play a little harmonica ditty. And then at the end, I'll say to him, uh, excuse me, I'd like to send you an email attachment. I know you're going to check it first, but once you find out it doesn't have anything bad in it, will you download it? Given up when he gets going like this. An hour ago, I gave up on all of it, <laughs> on every part of my life. I'm sorry. Uh, but it does. It sounds like fun. It was fun. Let's move it along to uh, <laughs> central questions. Of human, human nature. nature. Is there a VIP section in heaven? Because, I mean, let's just say we all got there. Wouldn't you be embarrassed if you saw one of the major, you know, you see Gandhi up there? What do you even say? You know, you're just like, hey, Gandhi, you're, you're looking good. Like, wouldn't you feel even a little embarrassed? Like, you're, hey, Gandhi, uh, you freed a whole nation. Uh, you know, I was I was eating at Chipotle. Right. I had a, I have a podcast. I had waited there for 30, 30 some hours. Hey, Mother Chipotle. Teresa, have you heard you... You've saved a lot of people. Do you, have you heard about the triple banger uh, lightning Lighting round? round? It's, a, it's really fun. I created that. I like that. I like that your, was me. I like your heaven voice. Yeah, that's my heaven voice. Hey, uh, hey, hey excuse uh, me. Uh, God? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. Uh, so are, there, is, are there unlimited refreshments? Or what is the deal here? Um, Teresa, um, did you hear that one joke on the triple banger? Like the ghost is watching you masturbate? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then she's like, please call me mother. Yeah, mother. Did you hear that one triple banger? About the extra penis? Did you? I mean, I, I think we, you know, there's because okay, is there different levels? I don't think so. I think everybody in heaven, you know, well, then it's just pass fail. Yeah, it's, it's just, just pass, pass fail. Because isn't heaven supposed to be the best in every respect? How could we? How could best, we be right? in the same place as some of these real? I mean, 
Because I think once you pass a certain, I mean, you know, according to what gets you to heaven, but that is weird too. It's like, then that means, you know, Gandhi has to kind of be in the same buffet line, which of course is immediate. The second you stand in it, you get food. But he's standing in the buffet line next to some guy who just didn't cheat on his wife and kind just of barely w- made it kind of wasn't an asshole mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah he's just kind of a media that's so what I'm saying. i think there should be a vip section ahead. that's what i'm that's what i was getting at okay. it could have been a tiny opinion i think there should be a vip section different tiers because gandhi should not have to hang out with oh, somebody that didn't like fireworks yeah well uh, that person I mean, would be in hell yeah oh yeah okay you know what I mean? Straight to H-E double hockey sticks. Why do people say that? Can that be my tiny opinion? If you're going to say H-E double hockey sticks, just say hell. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. taking too long. I don't like the double hockey sticks uh, phrase. No one says, this is a load of S-H, a short guy with a bubble floating above his head, and another guy holding a guy <laughs> perpendicular above his head. <laughs> I mean, that's just too long. It's too long. Just say, just Isn't say it? fuck. Yeah, yeah. Now, it seems like you even made it longer than it was. Yeah. yeah. Just say fuck. Okay, so we got two tiers of hell, yeah. or two or three tiers, or heaven. No, no, hell is seven, there's seven circles of hell, Hell's right? just all, all yeah, everybody's there. Seven levels. There's four levels of nevels in hell. Okay. It's no longer three nevels. Okay. Three so, levels of nevels. Okay. There's a fourth level of nevels, and those nevels are little devils in hell. <laughs> For those of you, I'm sorry I laughed. There are four levels of nevels, and they're little devils in hell. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> that answer. There's a. Yeah, that's probably. True. I don't even know what you're saying. Sometimes. Well, there's four in in real life. There's three levels of Nevels, mm-hmm. but in hell, there's a fourth level of Nevels, and all the Nevels on that fourth level are little devils. Oh, I'm like T.J. It. Miller, like CBC it. Booze. <laughs> scared. I like shitless. It. Um, is there in in hell? From what I've heard, mm-hmm. there's a a, a Wiener Schnitzel sign. Yeah. Right when you come in. Uh, what would be, there's uh, three, uh, hold on. There's four, four territzels of Wiener Schnitzels. <laughs> I tried, it didn't work It didn't work. It didn't it's work. so bad. Okay. Social well, question of human nature. Is there a thing that is different, sort of gradations of something that rhymes with schnitzel? <laughs> I guess yeah, is what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't even know. And you could care less. I mean, there is there a way for you to care less? I couldn't. I don't think I could. <laughs> could I don't think less. I could find a way to care less about some of this wordplay so stuff. For example, <laughs> would you say? Would you say that you couldn't care less? I don't know if I could or couldn't. Cause I've never understood that phrase. But I think that this conversation—that's well, an essential question—is a living hell. <laughs> H E double hockey sticks. That's how I feel about it. Because you have to watch hockey twice. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a total. I'm not totally into the wordplay thing. You don't love that. I don't love the wordplay. Yeah, it doesn't. You know what? What, what would you describe your humor as? If you don't like wordplay, what do well, you I would describe it this way. I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> then you go. <laughs> Let me describe it this way. I'm not funny. <laughs> you can tell how sophomoric something is by uh, what your two-year-old laughs at. Matt, you can probably, I mean, like these shows where someone falls down or, you know, Mr. Bean was on television and my I son was it. dying. And I Does actually think it's it? funny. Yeah. I'm just saying it hits all groups. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't make it not funny. I, I, you know, I'm just saying that, like, it might be more base. Well, speaking of Mr. Bean, can we talk about how in the London Olympics, he's their, really their only international celebrity, like in terms of an entertainer? Well, I thought that Benny Hill was going to light the torch. That was my... And he didn't do it. Well, because if you let him light it, he runs away with it. Yeah, he's running true. all over all the place with it. Yeah, yeah, tits. Yeah. There's whisker tits all yeah, over the place. Whisker tits. Yeah. Whisker tits hey, whispering. where's Garbage Cock going with the torch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he actually, uh, I guess he, is he alive? Uh, Benny no. Hill? Yeah. Okay, well, he's in heaven somewhere. There's a good example. I he's mean, in a v- Benny he Hill. Be VIP. VIP? Yeah. You put him there with Gandhi and Mother Teresa? Yeah, Benny Hill. Because he's so much fun. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a factor. You don't think Mother Teresa wouldn't be love it? I mean, he's. I actually so heard that Benny Hill was auditing life. Is that true? We're auditing, yeah. <laughs> that was a sample of my sense of humor. 
<laughs> that's Cash's. Uh, that's one of the many Neville's. If you'd like to Cash's download humor. Cash's uh, humor, send 1995 to to a place where you can then to a place where you download send it. 1995. Yeah, I like the idea of downloading something but still having to send the money. Yeah, we can't play. You can't pay over PayPal. But we're going to want you to send in the money, and then you can download it. <laughs> what what amount of children is selfish? What do you think? It's an essential question of human nature. I think five. Anything over five. What do you say, Matt? You've got kids. I think if you're in five, your fifth kid, right? How many kids did Matt have? Two. Two? Yeah, so that's probably one too many. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, five's good. Your fourth, you can you can claim as a mistake. You, you can't can say, we want to have three. You can't justify your fifth, five. Yeah, yeah, your fifth, you should, after a fourth child, if it you really pretty didn't. narcissistic, yeah. And the, it's so sad because the people that have five kids are not the DNA that we want sort of propagating the gene pool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the real problem. And that's why Idiocracy is so brilliant, just the idea behind that movie. Now... You think that it makes me a bad person that I don't love fireworks. I have I mean, never you just said, said that. Said I mean, that I anyone over four kids just, is basically their essence perpetuating is uh, pretty much degradation around the globe. Mm-hmm. That's basically what you just said. I'm not into this kind of vocabulary humor, these big vocab words <laughs> necessarily, but I, yeah, that is what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. I, can't. I just think the essence of a person after five kids who's not interested in fireworks, their essence belongs on that fifth Neville level, <laughs> the one with the little devils. I was judged earlier in the show for not spelling Madonna's name correctly. What could be more I, I, frivolous than that? I want to apologize. I, you know, that and is, you of all people didn't know who Max Papkin, clown prince of baseball, is. But here's what I can't understand. Yeah. Why you can't revel? Why you can't really in the enjoy, three levels, You can't three revel in the four levels of Neville Devils. Well, let me tell you why. Because this hits pretty close to home. I was at the four floors of horrors. You are. That's yeah. right. You're so right. T- you're these frivolous jokes in the face of something that serious. There's scores of horrors on those three floors. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. That's true. They are women. Hear them roars. Yeah. So five. <laughs> <laughs> so five kids. That's about the limit. I think so. I think you really are. I think you're right. You're starting to get a little narcissistic. You're saying uh, that's you know my wife and I are so great, or your husband. I don't. You know, I don't, I'm not Chick Fil A. I'm not going to make a, a definitive opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're sort of saying, look how great we are. There, there should be five products of this union. Right. You, you have to think that you have a lot of great qualities to pass on to the universe to have five. I mean, it takes a lot of audacity. And then the really weird ones are when you're in the six, seven, and eight range. Mm-hmm. If you that have gets eight, almost... seven children in this day and age, I mean, that is, you're, stretch, you're just stressing the resources we have on Earth. That's, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's that's nothing true. funny about that. I can feel the three of us all just sort of sadly realizing <laughs> that we're headed towards a state of overpopulation that is going to literally end the world. Yeah. Well, there's a disaster movie coming out called Kids. <laughs> <laughs> called uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, a horror yeah. film. Yeah, it pretty much was. Um, well, that's good. Also, let me ask you another while we're on the kids. Is it fair for women to complain about being pregnant? I get a little. <laughs> I love this. No, I get it. I get Every it. time you bring ridiculous. up something in the gender world, it's, it's just I can feel a woman listening to me like, what the fuck? Now, now listen, here's the thing. And, and my friend has a great joke about it. Uh, Milt Abel, I think, has a really funny joke about it. Great name. Yeah, he's a fantastic comedian. I think he lives in the Bay Area still. But uh, you, look, you, you have. You have pain and you have life, though. I mean, you yes, the pregnancy is difficult and the whole thing, but you have life. You're very fortunate. You get your dick caught in your zipper, you've got nothing. And I'm just saying, like, you know, it's his joke, but but people, I just, sorry about that. No, it's okay. But, but, you but just shot a crossbow is, into the air. We all knew what you were going to do. That's usually how I try to uh, hit my punchlines. A lot of people do it with a drumstick in a, in a drum. But a drum, a drum uh, stick, a drum stick just on top a of single, a drum. Just a, a single stick. stick. It's actually a lot a, of people hit the snare drum. It's actually a uh, chicken leg or the bongo. It's a chicken leg. I prefer to uh, just 
shoot an arrow into the sky and see what it hits. I mean, yeah. And then go. Yeah. There it is. Suck an arrow. (laughs) No, but you have, look, I'm very envious of women. I would, I would absolutely in a heartbeat, uh, give birth if I had that opportunity. I don't think that's. Every, uh, it would be awesome. And how is that sexist to say that I feel very, uh, jealous of women to have that experience? I don't think it's sexist. I just think. It started. I'm saying off, I admire it. I just enjoy that it started off with you going. I don't think women should be allowed to complain about being. They shouldn't pregnant. because they they have this amazing thing that I know is very difficult. But you have this amazing thing that comes out of it. it it's also hard for us to say anything because we'll never be pregnant. So we don't even. There's no way for us to know what that pain is. Speak like. for yourself, buddy. Have you? Well, the botfly. Excuse me. We talked about the botfly, didn't we? The botfly. Yeah. Do we ever talk about this on this podcast? My wife and I went over to Belize, and these animals uh, laid eggs inside of us. And one one was in my elbow. Oh, you and did. And she this. she had one in her. Did we talk about it on this? No, podcast? no, no. But then you gave birth. to you, I gave birth to a, a, a bot fly. It was alive, and it was a good. I mean, it was an excellent experience. And I felt really, <laughs> I felt really close to that bot fly. I did. I did. did. You kill I felt it? like I didn't. The cat actually took it. I put it on the kitchen table, and the cat took it. I don't know where it went. Well, I my wife's we saved. Good. My wife's we saved, and it eventually died. It can't really live outside. It's uh, people write poems about them. People get very attached to the bot fly. They do. What do they? Wait, but what is it? It literally. Here's what it is. It's like this uh, sort of moth type thing that lays an egg inside of your elbow. Or wherever. Some people get them in horrible spots. We were very fortunate. You Some people get face. them in our eyebrows, yeah, or in their groin area. I mean, it can be bad. Okay? So yeah. all of a sudden, I started to feel like it was something was moving around in my elbow. And at the same time, my wife was like, there's something living inside my stomach. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm sure. I'm like, that's just a pimple. She's like, I've never had a pimple on my stomach before. There's something. And then one night on stage, I felt it. I was like, it felt like a, um, you know, when your funny bone gets hit. That's how it felt. And I was like, oh, my God, I, there's something going on here. So I went home that night right after that, the show. And I said to my wife, I'm like, we're pulling the butterfly out. Seriously. We've got to, you know, pull it out. So we put some duct tape on it and we waited for it to try to come to the surface. And then I reached in with some tweezers and I, and I pulled the butterfly out of my wife. I know this sounds really gross, but when it's you, it's, 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 it, for some reason, it's not that gross. I don't know How why. How is it a bot? What, what is a bot? What it is? Well, what what you're pulling out is this? Is any of this real? Yeah, it's true. It's true. There's actually a um, a movie coming out. Bot flies. Bot flies coming right out of your bot. <laughs> you better watch your bot. That's the tagline. Bot flies. Now, here's what it is. So it's what you pull it out, and it's a um, it's a sack that's moving around a bit. Because some of them, it hasn't hatched yet. Luckily, ours hadn't hatched. Right. When they hatch, some people have told stories where they basically, the moth or whatever, flies out of their body. Um, Matt's downloading a picture so you of had it. To open, you had to open... You had it to, was moving around. It's like a worm uh, with a big, giant sack in the middle. And it was moving around. And then you pull it out, and you start to develop a relationship with it. Uh, at least my so, cat did. Did the life cycles right vary greatly according to species, but the larvae of all species are internal parasites of mammals. They are variously known by common names such as warble flies, heel flies, gad flies, and gladyses. Uh, well, let me add one. The larvae, yeah, friend. <laughs> the larvae of some species grow in the flesh of their hosts, while others grow within the host's alimentary tracts. What the fuck is that? I'm going to click on that. Your intestine or your viscous in your gut. It's not good if they stay in. So we pulled them out. And what I did was mine wasn't out yet. So I went to like a steam room and put some duct tape on it and just steamed all day. What, now, what is the duct tape thing? How did you, how did you come to the idea of the they, duct tape? If you don't let it breathe, it'll come to the surface. There's a little bit of a hole that I guess it's breathing through in your body on the, you know, like on the side of the big sort of pimply thing. And it, it breathes through that. So I made it come to the surface and I pulled it out. I did a little surgery on my body, pulled it out and, um, that one, I, I think we kept. I think we still have it. Where did you get the bot fly? In Belize. Uh-huh. Did a lot of swimming. Remember the whole thing earlier in our podcast where I said there's no downside to swimming? There is. And no one's like, fly. I wish I hadn't gone swimming. I think, you know, if you, maybe if you... Did you, you know. take a rope swing into the... 
I did actually. There you, was there was is that true? Things. Yeah, in Belize, there was a lot of. This rivers. is a revelation. Yeah. This is a huge deal. Yeah, I love that you're just going over this. We had decided that there is no downside to no. taking a rope swing and into I, the water, <laughs> and there is. You can have. I feel like Nixon right now. I feel like I'm in. No, no, no. No, it's this is this is Bert TJ. This has burdened me for no, quite a while. No, it is. Listen. This is almost like you saying you're in favor of, of shirt cannons after what happened to Cash, your cousin. what I'm going to say to you, then, yeah. is I am going to say this, okay? You did find the upside in the botfly situation. So in that way, there wasn't a downside yeah, to the rope Yeah, because it gave swing. me an experience. To, it was the only time I've ever given birth. And I just don't think that that's the same as a woman giving birth to a child. And I don't either. I don't think it's the same, but it's the closest I could get other than sea monkeys, which we don't carry in our bodies. We don't. I mean, I I think it's so disgusting that this fly came out of your body and you also had an affinity for it. I just don't know what to say, but I, I will say that the most terrifying movie that I could ever imagine would be Bot Fly. Which is about a guy who has hundreds of flies stuck in him, oh, and he takes them yeah. out, and he and they they become his family. Yeah, yeah. And then he he teaches them to do his bidding. Yeah. And mostly, what he wants them to do is attack and kill Max Papkin the Napkin, <laughs> the clown prince of baseball. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I do think I am envious, uh, ladies. I I think it's an amazing thing, and. Uh, I, I've watched it happen once, and it's, I think it's, it's amazing. And I've watched it happen a bunch of times, and I've never had a child. I just sort of find my way into OBGYN. You've always been a guy that kind of enjoys meeting pregnant women. And I just like I'm like meeting them as they're. Well, I don't always come on to them, you know. Not always. I mean, I'll come near around them. I, yeah, practical living in a modern age. Practical living in the modern yeah. age. Never name your kids when you're stoned. I read that in a fortune cookie. Is that? You know, I, I there are rumors that Tittledorf Buttlesticks was named. You know, those are rumors because they actually, and I don't know if you like wordplay humor, but uh, I, I do do a lot of it. So I'm going to say uh, <laughs> those are rumors. Actually, the name Tittledorf Buttlesticks came from when uh, his great-grandparents were being stoned. There was, and they were throwing uh, rocks and pebbles at the, mostly pebbles. I mean, it wasn't. They didn't die from it. It was uh-huh. just sort of an irritating thing. But they were stoned, and as they were being stoned, they yelled out, Tittledorf! Metal sticks! And that was the name of their great-grandchild. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that. There's mm-hmm. been rumors to the contrary. So, yeah, it was. but I think, yeah, you can't name your kids. Because you, you, when you're stoned, you think something... It's so funny. I, 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 yeah. Have you ever do you do you, do you, we talked about this? You don't perform stoned really much, right? No, I don't perform with any. Uh, usually with much of any, any extra. You know, I did perform with that bot fly in my arm for about a month. I mean, that's it takes a month. The same hatch. thing, yeah. It Almost, does, yeah. And do you? How long do you have to wait before you can take it out? Well, luckily, it got worse and worse where it was ready to be taken out when we took it out. But didn't do? You, why don't you go to a doctor? Um, this was exciting. I mean, it was really cool. I, f- I felt like a doctor. I, had I tweezers just don't and stuff. understand you. <laughs> it's or, really exciting. And, and how, how is your wife allowing you to Listen, say, we're I'm not, not going a to guy, doctor. I'm not a guy that... We're like, giving birth to these thoughts. Let me say something. My wife's dad's like a plumber, you know, or, you know, he's like, he's a guy that can fix things. I get a lot of flack for being a guy around the house that can't fix stuff. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know how to fix the faucet or, you know, the washing machine's broken. I bet you can't fix that. There's a lot of tests of my manhood. Or in the house, yeah. Or you, you can't, you know. I bet you uh, can't let this larva hatch into a well, full-fledged fly that flies out of your body. Exactly. When I when I said no, we're not going to a doctor. Get me the tweezers, a match, and a toothpick. You know, I didn't have a toothpick. I went too far. Yeah, there. duct tape. But I, I had duct tape. I said I'm going to do this, and I felt like a man on that day. And I think the botfly felt the same way. I mean, that's a big part of it. I just, it's I so weird to you. imagine a botfly coming out and be like, I feel like a man. You know, people get attached to them and they write poems about them. Like, I mean, it's weird. We were afraid of this happening. You've mentioned that twice, and I feel like probably there's just one poem about botflies <laughs> that you have used. The main reason the guy wrote it is because people socially ostracized him for allowing a botfly to grow and then becoming attached to it like a son. And then he was like, all right. 
write a poem and forever people in the future will be able to. You know, it's not that gross. You know, people get attached to them. Yeah, they, they, they write poems about them. Plural uh, poems. Too. Poems. There's, tons. There's poetry books about black flies. I don't believe that. Yes, well, I'm going to write one. Um, bot practical fly. living. One's called Bot Fly, Bot Why. <laughs> practical living in a modern age. Um, be wary of marrying a man with a phone holster. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the phone holsters? I think it's, yeah, if you, yeah, if, if you, if you really, if you believe that you need a holster for your cell phone, then you do, there are other parts of your life that you aren't totally together. And, mm-hmm. and the worst is be careful of a guy who wears a cell phone holster with pride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the really. So what's worse, the, the telephone, the uh, the cell phone holster, or the uh, the wallet on a on a chain, or the keys on one of those like what are those called? Zipline. Zipline. What's worse? I mean, I guess keys. I don't know. They're all pretty bad. I, I actually keys on a zipline. I can I, I could see myself having. I that. can kind of understand a wallet on a on a chain because at least you want, it's not as easy. No, to get lost. Well, that's what I was trying to decide between wallet and chain. And it's I think probably cell phone holster trumps everything. I think the it's cell just phone the worst. holster trumps it because a wallet with a chain. You know, you you're saying a couple of things that might be sort of an I. It's like a goth person wearing eyeliner. It's like it's part of the deal with some looks. But there is no look for the cell phone holster. Mm-hmm. There's no identity. Yeah. There's no group of sort of 303 fans that are, are yeah. you know, fish f- followers that are following fish. And they're saying, we all got our cell phone holsters, man. It's just part of the deal. It's just a little part of the deal. You're not getting a real bump, are you? You're not getting a bump. No, you're, there's nothing good about it. Yeah, and my, you know, my father and my mother wear it, so I, I, it's okay if you're in your 60s or 70s to wear. But even then, <laughs> why can't you get it together to just carry it in your pocket? It's just part of. It's like your keys. Yeah, or you and know, the way I do it, I have a hat where I have compartments for each one of those things. You do keys. You have a key wallet. compartment in your hat. Yeah. Keys, wallet. That is true. You always wear a ten-gallon hat with a lot of pockets around. Well, we've it. talked about it. I have a, a. There's a compartment for chips and dip. <laughs> uh, it's a sombrero, and um, you know I get all that stuff up there. Uh, T.J. Miller, are you on the phone right now? Botfly. Oh, botfly. Yeah. Master, am I tiresome? A poem by Edith Fletcher. <clears throat> a blighter, before creation you were, a feller you have been. A cuss you are, an ostrich you will unendingly be, Edith Flesher. Hmm. See, I mean, underneath my uh, neon uh, cracker barrel above my bed, I have a botfly poem framed. Botfly, a f- poem by Dodie Leopold. This is all real. <laughs> Wishful thinking, power of imagination. Wishful thinking. To have a desire or yearning, a vain fancy speculation, take into consideration, wishful thinking. Now, how the fuck is that about botflies? And that guy just clearly just wrote that to be like, now people won't think it's weird that I'm attached to this botfly like he's my son. I would call him that. That guy, he could be, he could be called a pomo. Neo-innocent. A pomo. That guy's a pomo. Take a liking for... Take a liking for... Communicate vividly. Human emotions. Imaginative powers. Communicate vividly. I think what we're realizing about these botfly poets is they do not know what a botfly is. <laughs> or a poem. <laughs> or a poem, right. Ah, Matt! Maybe botflies attack uh, aspiring poets. Maybe that's how they choose. I mean, like, I would you know love- what? I would love what to, if we found that out? Like, that's in their DNA. I would love to train insects to attack poets. <laughs> now, that's, that's a great... That's a horror movie. That's, that's a horror a, film. Uh, that not, is a horror, great not a horror film, film a, a disaster movie. Yeah. Botfly. Pomos beware. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along to the maskers. Now, can we... Can we, can we tweet a lot? Yeah, we could tweet a lies. You want uh, to tweet a lies real quick? Yeah, some people call it, uh, w- one new person called it, they think it should be called featured twats. 
As in hot tweets. Oh, my God. Jesus. No one would be dumb enough not to get that. Dear God. Featured twats. Oh, my Matt, are you... Matt, do you have anything to say about this? Jesus. That, I, that's the only thing grosser than your botfly story. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you know, that guy who wrote that to me, he writes poems, too. Does he? Lots of poetry. All right, here we're going to... I would like to... Let's do Tweetalize. Well, I, do you mind if I do one of yours? Taking it to the tweets. You can do one of mine. I'm okay. not ashamed okay, right of what right. I've written. Okay. I'm not ashamed. Uh, the first one I wanted to just go over was, I have tweeters block. Mm-hmm. You said that five days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the only thing you said that day outside of <laughs> at Jay Fullerton. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> That's it. So I like, and that came first. So I do enjoy that you said, thanks, Jim, to Jim Fullerton at Jay Fullerton, who's is really great for saying that uh, we're goddamn treasures, uh, big-eared cretins. Um, and then you said, I have Twitter's block, and then that was it. So you sort of, you gave up on that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I want to say... see, I was trying. The two days later, mm-hmm. you wrote, it's Friday night, and I've got nothing left to lose. I'm popping a leave like it's still legal. <laughs> now, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I think I was... Uh, Is uh, a leave illegal? No, it's not. That's why I think I was attempting to be funny. I like that. Where I was acting like a leave is illegal, you know, that, you know so that that's where the joke is there. So now I'm going to say, just as a, a real wordsmith, a guy who's mostly into wordplay, mm-hmm. I want to alleviate some mm-hmm. of your problems mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this joke okay. by saying that you should say, it's Friday night and I've got nothing left to lose. I'm popping a leave like it's still a leave goal. Oh, okay. So you would have done a word play. I thing. would have. Yeah. And, you know, I always <laughs> do word goal? plays. Yeah. A leave goal. A leave goal. Okay. And you think people would have understood that? I don't care. I don't care if people <laughs> understand what I'm talking about. I don't care if they like it or they think it's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm just, well, you, have a, you have a great new one, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, haven't you started a catchphrase around the internet or the, around uh, Twitter? Uh, it's around the internet. It's, it's creepy when it's in quotes or something? Yeah, quotes make it creepy. I like that. That's very that true. That is true. Quotes, when you write, quotes make it creepy. That's what I was sort of... Mm-hmm. I think it's even creepy when you air quote all the time, if you do it too often. Yeah, that's right. But it's you know what it is? It's really emphasizing a, a word for no reason. That's really strange. You know, It's really strange. You just did it. Did I? <laughs> Gail. <laughs> Let the wind do its work. <laughs> <laughs> maskers. We're going to do some maskers. By the way, if you're... Guys, but, yeah. I mean, it's the tweetalizing, because I did, I just wanted to yeah. bring this up. We talked about it. Okay. It's just you read something, and you did, you apologized... I'd like to apologize. This is 17 hours ago. Yeah. Or not, it was a while ago. Yeah. I'd like to apologize for offending so many people with my hurtful comments. Mm-hmm. I was terribly dehydrated at the time. Pre apology for when it's needed. Right. I wrote that yesterday, and I, I think I'm going to keep sending out the pre apologies because people seem to get very offended by things that happen on the show. By the way, the show's uh, free. Uh, the show is totally fact, free. You do not money. have to listen to it. We've we're lost paying. a great deal of money. So on much money. We're paying to have you listen Cash's to it. Cash's children are homeschooled <laughs> by no one. They're just left at home to school I themselves. I had to put up my botfly for adoption. I mean, how awful is that? That's not good. And I, I, I gave it to a pomo, which I wasn't happy with. No. But a book has been written about my pot, my my potfly. Your potfly. <laughs> when my, you give my your potfly, potfly smoked weed, some pot, yeah. and <laughs> it became a potfly, and it flies <laughs> a little bit funny. It fl- it's flying funny <laughs> from the fiery weed. Uh, my potfly's in heaven. No, so you, but you, somebody got really upset, and you pre-apologized. People get people seem to get upset about stuff on Twitter and on you know different. Like I'm not very experienced with Twitter, so if you get upset by anything I do, you know I'm just apologizing in advance. Plus, it just seems like people get upset a lot about the content of any show these days, and people love to write. Yeah, people get so upset. People like to write stuff, and and you know we're all just doing our best. And but that's the and, argument behind not reading anything. You know, I, yeah. I have some friends on a Ferris actually, who's downstairs finishing up some uh, uh, lamb tiki masala. <laughs> lamb tiki masala. 
you know, she doesn't read anything about herself, and that's her sort of approach. And I think that's a good approach, but. I like to read it because I think it's it's pretty funny. It's always it's just weird to me that people are spending any energy having an opinion of me. It's just a weird concept to me, and so I can usually laugh it off. But recently, I read something. This guy was watching a movie every single day, and he's he says, "I write a movie. I I, I watch a movie a day, and then I write what I think about it." That's his mm-hmm. blog. Okay. Which, starting out, that that is, uh, and this, I guess, is a question for you. That definitely means you're not a cool person. <laughs> I mean, it, it can't be, right? Do you feel that that person has a phone holster? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I, I can't imagine them getting around with a phone that's not in a holster. <laughs> You know, and I would assume it's a leather holster because you sometimes see those people. If that they were to matriculate money, down the waterfront, they would <laughs> stick their phone in their. How holster. much? How much worse is a person that clearly spent a good amount of money on their phone holster? Right, that's the category. Of this person. Now, I'm not getting down on them. I'm just saying, is there a way, Matt? You can chime in. Is there a way to watch a movie every day and write about it, and not be a film critic and be a cool person? Because you'd have to, I think you'd have to be a pretty cool person just to mention that you don't even write about it, just to say, I watch a movie every single day. You'd have to be really interesting at a party for, for me to hear you go, you know, I watch a movie every day and not have the reaction, why? What's happening? Yeah, Do what's you not, is there nothing is else going, going on? Your yeah. You're devoting two hours a day every day. And then another hour to write about it? I mean, what is this guy doing? Well, and like I met someone that watches fireworks every day. Same thing. <laughs> every day he travels somewhere. I just, I just don't think that's the same. <laughs> and I think for you to say that makes you a, a shittier, <laughs> a worse person than I was. Person. Your I'm essence. Of, I'm your actually, essence. my essence, I'm actually not going to be in no, heaven now. But this I'm guy watched, no... he watched She's Out of My League, and, yeah. uh, and you know, he, he said the, the usually deplorable T.J. Miller. I think he spelled deplorable wrong, but the usually deplorable T.J. Miller, they found what they could out of his limited acting range and put in this movie, but that was their worst decision in the film, was casting me. For whatever reason, that just really bothered me. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, well, I know that as entertainers, we're supposed to develop you know, thick skin, Yeah, but it does once in a while, you, you're like, God, this is just... People just purposefully uh, try to reach out and, and say mean stuff sometimes. You know? But it's like what? Because you want to? I I would I would apologize. I mean I you know I I am a person who wants to sort of reach out to that guy and be like, hey, I'm sorry that what I'm doing is so awful to you. I'd like I wish it wasn't the case. My first recommendation is stop watching the things that I'm in. No one is forcing you to watch a movie every day. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the one factor I don't know. Maybe someone will kill this guy if he doesn't watch a movie every day and write about it on a blog that has zero comments or reblogs. That's the Maybe other thing. It's gonna- if you're writing and no one is commenting, not one. It is so easy to comment on the internet now. If you're doing a blog and not one person is commented, or your comments are in the one to two comment range, when do you give up? When do you say there are not enough people that care about my opinion for me to keep making it public? I guess never. Yeah, I mean... And I'm not even mad at him. I don't think he's deplorable. He's just doing his thing. It's just, it's a it's a very strange dynamic if, if that the internet guy, has given us with our public. If this guy... It, I know. And it, it gives everyone... A, I mean, everyone does have every right to be heard. Right. But it's just weird to use it in such, you know... Uh, I mean, I think we say mean stuff about people on the show, besides Nancy Grace. Most of it's pretty tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, but she's a bulldog-faced hell <laughs> hound. You know, she's one of those three-headed cerebrus, cerebrus, what do we call it? She's terrible. She's from the fourth level of Neville. Yeah, she's she is one of the Nevilles on the fourth level of Devil Nevilles. New disaster movie. Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. Still on TV. <laughs> Nancy Grace. The the fourth Neville, the fourth <laughs> level of Nancy Neville's. But for the most part, it's mainly tongue in cheek. I don't really hate horse chicks or uh, people that like fireworks. <laughs> Matt just is like, what? What? <laughs> what are horse chicks? You know, we've uh, talked about horse oh, yeah, chicks yeah, yeah, or, okay. or people that wear their. I mean, it's all kind of tongue in cheek. But no, but we are we're talking about those people in general terms. The the other thing is, it's not we. They're not. 
we, these people are doing these things and we're just having an opinion on them, but we're not we're not saying they're like I don't know, maybe it's no different. Maybe it isn't really that different. Maybe when we are sort of saying, uh, "Hey, guys with a cell phone holster, you're okay." Let's take that for example. Yeah, okay, um, I think that people that are listening right now that have a cell phone holster um, probably know there's some, there's some tongue in cheek. You already said your dad has a cell phone holster and your mom. No one he thinks does, you. But hate. they are no, they're terrible. No people. one thinks I you can't stand them. <laughs> um, before he left, I didn't even want to say this, but before he left, I gave my. Botfly, a foreign phone holster. <laughs> a tiny foreign phone a holster. tiny phone holster. And uh, a chain to hold his wallet. <laughs> his little Botfly wallet. Botfly wallet. It, really, it wasn't a chain as much as it was his single link from a... Um, okay, but let's take it. What, let's take the difference. It, when you personally attack someone by name, mm-hmm. I think that's different than just saying all phone holster people... Are ridiculous. I mean, because we all we make fun of each other in terms of weird, you know, things that we do. Uh, whether you make fun of me because I dislike fireworks, mm-hmm. or I make fun of you uh, well, I, behind your back and you maybe, know, after you leave to Matt. That's you know, news to me. Oh, oh, but and that what, is the, news who, to me. What the who? <laughs> who did what the what who? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is a thing. All right. I, so we, we got to wrap it up, but it is, it's interesting to me. I think that the heart of it is the thing that really bothers me more than anything else is not what the guy said about me or that people have a bad opinion about me or my peers or anybody. It's actually just that he takes himself seriously. He's taking himself seriously enough to sort of have that strong of an opinion about me, a person who doesn't take himself seriously and isn't trying. I don't think I'm some great actor or I'm some brilliant comedian, you know, and, and but he does think he's some version of that in, right. for no, what I, he is. I think you have a good point. There's, I think one thing that a lot of your fans like and I like as a friend is you're not a... Uh, uh, it doesn't seem like your success has, has gone to your head. You, you seem pretty willing to make fun of yourself. So, well, that's, that's uh, what we all, you know. It has gone to my head, and this is the last time I'll be doing your program uh, because I don't need it. You know where you should so, go? Down to the Indian restaurant, hang out with your friends. You know what? I, I was down there earlier, and uh, I didn't want to mention this, but Max Papkin, the clown napkin of baseball. <laughs> Actually stood up and he made a toast and I'd I'd like to tell you I, I'm just I'm obviously just sort of paraphrasing this okay, but okay. Uh, he said to me he said uh, <clears throat> he said evokes an ostrich is perceived like a bus gadflies and breaks the botfly <laughs> my son. <laughs> You took that right off the internet, did you? Yeah, he, well, I think Max did. <laughs> I Listen, certainly didn't. We didn't even do one mask. We're going to do one mask. One mask. All right, here real go. quick. Okay, Matt, we're going to be out of here in a second. Listen, buddy. Uh, oh, by the way, people, if you like the show, please, please, please write on iTunes and say you like it. Rate it really it. would help it us take, a lot. It rate takes it. Takes you a, few a couple seconds. minutes to be nice. It, it really would make us. us feel good instead of you know don't you don't need to right. watch a movie every day. Yeah. Here's so we only have time for one. Keith Gaula, uh, G A W L A. I have a question for Masters. How long do Dippin' Dots have to be around before? Before they have to stop claiming to be the quote ice cream of the future it's been too long i already called them uh you know that's his question uh to be the ice cream of the of the future and what do you think I mean, well i already call them dipping don'ts because <laughs> they are it's been shot too long tiny crossbow they already <laughs> that's a little teeny tiny crossbow um <laughs> i i it's already too late um but i think I think we should come up with a you know their own ice cream of the future on the podcast. I mean, I think so. I, I think it is the ice cream of the future, though, because frozen cantaloupe hand. Yeah, I need frozen cantaloupe ice cream shaped like a hand. You know, but then somebody would write like a blog, and they'd be like, "I eat frozen cantaloupe hands every day, and yours suck. Yours is the worst." I, I can't even finish one of the fingers of your terrible cantaloupe frozen ice cream hands. Uh, you know, I mean, first of all, I don't know what the fuck this has to do with masks. I've said this from the beginning. Maskers is a section where you can ask questions about masks, mask related stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, here's a real maskers question. Okay. 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 Let me do this. All right. And this is this is from someone who I I consider to be. Not just a fan, but a friend. Okay. Um, okay, here's one. Ready? Okay. 
Wayne Mehmet at Cashing In with TJ. How do you get all 24 masks in the Nintendo 64 classic The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a real masker question. And uh, the answer is, you know, perseverance, patience, and drive. <laughs> Just like any video game or any endeavor in your own life. <laughs> Uh, okay, one more, one more. I know you're going to get upset. I just, I, we, just one more. These guys keep writing this. Why does my wife uh, hate me using catchphrases around the house? This is from Professional Procrastination, at Dr. Procrastinate. Uh, why does my wife hate me using catchphrases around the house? I think that maybe he's using them wrong. Like, here's a couple ones that you don't want to use in certain ways. Right. You know, um, while giving oral sex, you don't want to yell out, I can't feel my face. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, when her parents are around and you're trying to impress her parents, uh, uh, you don't yell out three snaps and a butt slap. Yeah, you can do that you one. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. Uh, when passing gas, don't sail too close to the wind. Yeah, you, well, that actually is a good one. That is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I always say you don't want to do this if, if someone is. Um, you know, someone's near you, and you, you know, and they're they're so they lean in and they say like, whisper, whisper something, yeah. sweet nothing to my yeah. ear. You don't want to go, shy shy. <laughs> you don't want to do that. And then the other one is, you know, if you're at, if you're if you're in a search party, you're looking for a child that's lost. You're in the woods. You don't want to yell. If we stay here, the party dies. And then and, take everybody. And that's how I sound. I, I, I picture myself sounding more dignified. Well, let's hear yours. So say, when you stay here. If we stay here, the party dies. Okay, so I'll, I'll do that exactly okay. back to you. Okay, this is exactly what you sound like. If we stay here, the party dies. This is my flag now. I'll return it when I want. Goodbye. That's it, it sounds like. Uh, TJ, it's so great to have you. Thank you so much for coming, and thank you for for being understanding. You know, I, I really think it's. I think Anna wanted to do the show. Will wanted to do the show. It just feels like Papkin the napkin was being a little bit of a wet blanket. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got you, and uh, please come back sometime. Love I would love you. Now leaving Nerdist.com.